Hi, this is Femi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy slash weekend edition slash beginning of May overview. Um, this has been a very interesting week. As you guys have noticed, I haven't been recording. I didn't release any new episodes um, probably three or four days this week. I, at this point, I don't even know how many days it's been, but Um, As many of you know, who have followed me on social media, who have read um, the latest um, newsletter, um, I myself have been impacted yet again with the um, coronavirus. And this virus has taken someone um, very close to me, my aunt, and it was very sudden. Um, she actually went to the hospital. She, uh, they released her because her, her, her symptoms were not severe, quote unquote. And she went home and she passed away. Um, this is for me, it doesn't make this more real because as I stated to you guys, I have been, I've experienced this, um, this type of finale over and over right at the beginning of towards the end of February before this thing has had become widely uh known or widely a thing that everyone was discussing every single day all day it was something that I also dealt with with my life partner who um battled this as well very 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 traumatic experience for me but thank god he's okay um, it, it, it did take a while and he's still, you know, uh, building himself back, but he is, he's really great. Um, right now, unfortunately for my family though, we still, um, were impacted by this uh, pandemic with my aunt who left behind a five-year-old daughter. So needless to say during this week, I have chosen to, deal with my emotion, allow myself to feel, allow myself to process in the privacy of my own space, because I did not want to um, express that type of emotion and trigger other people unnecessarily. I will say that I do get triggered by people who are blatantly disregarding the health advisories I definitely do feel that it is way too early to be opening up any anything um I do understand people feel like they need to get back to work but the end of the day is if you don't have any customers you don't have any clients and people's health is in danger what do you care more about you care more about profit or do you care more about the health and well-being of the people who will be the driving force of your business so at the end of the day that is a very sensitive thing for me because I do feel that people are very selfish. Um, people are very entitled. Um, I, I just, you know, I understand everyone's perspective, but when you are affected and it didn't take me losing someone for me to understand the, the depths of the affection, because for me, one person, one death is too many. And especially when you have no end there is no treatment there is no um anything that can help you that can heal you that can cure you that can actually do anything but treat the symptoms so for me personally um i've always operated in a state of compassion but even more so now i am feeling extremely sensitive to the 
ignorance of people of humanity and it is very very um unsettling and so again I did not feel that it was necessary for me to record because I didn't want that type of emotion to come off um didn't want to make people feel triggered in any other way but this is my truth and this is how I feel and I feel based on all the emails that you guys have sent in your support of me and um all of your encouragement and, and your well wishes I do appreciate that and so I felt that it was necessary for me to at least address the reason why I had not uh been recording now I will say that I haven't been uh sad or depressed it's just one of those emotions that you know that there are so many casualties and when you are losing people at the rate that we're losing people this has actually been for texas the highest uh, death uh, toll this week and this is also the week that the governor um <laughs> released um and and allowed the stay at home um <laughs> allowed the stay-at-home orders to be expired and of course you would think um people would utilize their common sense like yes these things are expiring but what has changed from the beginning there is still no cure there is still no treatment there is still nothing that prevents you from dying from this and so I feel like at this point I've lost compassion for those who choose to negate the reality and I choose to help those who are also wanting the help and needing the help and needing the guidance and assistance. So that is why in my newsletter I did share with you guys a lot of the resources and express to you the importance of utilizing the resources that your state, your county, your cities have, because at the end of the day, that is something that it should be used. And I know personally that I have turned down a lot of resources because I don't need them. I feel as though I'm okay, I'll be okay. Utilize those resources for others. And so I don't take what I don't need. Um, there are definitely options with your car people there are definitely options with your rental and your mortgage lenders there is definitely options for food there's definitely options for financial assistance so to say you just need to get back to work as a way for you to feel like you are fighting for a right that you have you also have a right to live and it is also on uh, those who are health advisors and scientists to inform you when it is not safe. And if you choose to go above those recommendations and something happens to you or something happens to those that are connected to you, I do feel that the liability should be your own. I do feel that you personally should, if, if people are choosing to just operate out of their own uh, selfishness. For instance, there's a lady here who has um, decided that she's going to open up her beauty shop, right? And I, I mean, I'm looking at the lady and I'm looking at her hair and I'm not seeing any, but anyway, um, she also made the statement after several warnings, after the police showing up, after court um, injunctions, she still decided she's going to open up and she doesn't care about the law now 
mind you, you know that she's a Karen. She's not a Brandy or a um, uh, Raymond or she's not any any ethnic. Okay, she is definitely not. She's a, a person of privilege. I will state, and this is not a race thing, but this is this actually shows you the differences in the cultures because there's no way that we would be comfortable operating in that type of defiance because we have been shot down and killed for less. So I feel like in those instances where you are constantly, you are consi- you you just do not care about the law and you do not care about the well-being of the people that you are opening up for, people that are spending their money that they don't have to get their hair done, to get their haircuts. And you are completely negating the health crisis at hand. I feel as though to prevent the wasting of our resources and to prevent things from escalating, just have her sign a waiver. I think people like that should be signed waivers. They should sign a waiver that relinquishes their right to treatment. It relinquishes their uh, right to be uh, uh, allowed to have access to resources that help when they are in dire need health-wise due to their own choosing. And so if that waiver is saved, I is signed I feel like at that point let her go at it alone let her do what she chooses to do and anyone who chooses to operate out of that energy with her are also relinquishing their rights as well and so I feel as though there should definitely be because you can't control grown people you can't control adults you can't control um what people want to do and all of these protesting and all of these things is just unnecessary because the truth of the matter is we are in a state of almost like a genocide. You understand there are people who are dying. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your ethnicity. It doesn't matter if you have underlying health issues. There are plenty of healthy individuals who have died alone, who are dying alone, who are sick and having to go on ventilators alone who can't have funerals, who can't have services, and you're worried about your little measly money at a place that would not be ran without people to support it. I feel as though that's a very selfish, selfish way to operate. And I do not feel sorry for people who end up in a space where they have to deal with repercussions of their own actions and so I will say that with the death of my aunt I definitely feel that part is what makes me more frustrated it is not the fact that we are in this pandemic because I am doing my part but I'm also very concerned about the people who don't consider other people's health as a as an option and that 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 furiates me because she has a five-year-old that we have to explain this to we you know it's just a lot of different emotions that go into that and so I did not record I had not been very active on social media or anything because I wanted to allow myself to to uh, feel whatever I was feeling and not feel like I needed to be responsible for how it would be received so I am stating to you guys that I hope that you guys are doing your part. 
I hope that you guys are utilizing the resources and I will continue to provide access to the resources that I know and I have, and I will consider, I will continue to help individuals um, as I am led to help them as well. But I do want you to know that it is very important for you to choose health over profit. It is not okay for you to totally negate the health and well-being of those who are risking everything on the front lines. It is not fair that you are putting your families in danger. It is not fair that you are using your own antics and selfishness to operate in the midst of something that is so, so detrimental to the well-being of everybody involved. And so that's all I'm going to say about that because I don't want to be um, upset and I really want to get into the purpose of my uh, audio but I did want to give you guys an overview of what has been occurring with me why I have not been um, recording as of recent because I feel like it's necessary for me to navigate accordingly I want you guys to know that I will continue to pray for you I'm continuously you know doing the best that I can to help you guys as we are all navigating through this but I do want you to uh, to understand that it's very important that you do your parts it's very important not saying that finances are not important we need finances we absolutely have to have that but in a place where there are an abundance of resources available to think about things that don't matter the tangible things that can easily be replaced and not think about the lives that are, are being lost, the body bags that are filled with bodies that have not been claimed, the many people who are dying by themselves who have absolutely no help and no support and they are in pain and there are symptoms that they don't even know. There are so many things that are happening and to not focus on those things and to really be in a space where you are being extremely selfish is very, 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 very inconsiderate. And I just, I I, I lack compassion for people who are choosing to operate out of that energy. And I ask God to help me. And um, I don't wish anything bad on anybody, but I do wish that people would just reap the seeds that they sow and not have to the lives of others don't have to be sacrificed because of their own choosing. Okay. So anyway, I'm off of that. Okay. So that is, that is my update. Let me drink something. Okay. Now going into May, um, much like April, May has been April, I'm sorry, April had had been a very impactful month. As I've stated to you guys, at the beginning of April, the transits that were happening, the planetary shifts that were occurring, we would definitely be feeling them. And I am a witness to my own words, (laughs) to my own words, okay? May is going to be extremely intense. May is going to add to that uh, dimension of uncertainty, but it's also going to give us a lot of opportunity for healing internally and externally, regardless to the circumstances that we are currently facing and the casualties that are at hand. We are on an upward yet backward spiral because we have this month several planets that will be going retrograde. As I stated to you guys briefly in April's um, mid month 
overview, we are gearing towards a massive pre-shadow phase, which we are already in the midst of, because there are so many planets that are going to be retrograding at the same time with different energy within this next 30 days. We are in the midst of Taurus season. Taurus season has started off. We are almost um, halfway through, but we will be, well, we're not quite halfway through. At the end of the month, um, Gemini season will begin. But before we get to Gemini season, we will have four planets that would be retrograding and preparing us for what is ahead, which would be solar eclipse season. Now, on the 7th of May, we have a full moon, a full moon in Scorpio. Scorpio is a very, very um, watery, fiery, in-depth type of energy. If you are familiar with the Scorpio, then understand that that sting definitely, that, that is a bite that doesn't just quickly disappear. So we're in the midst of a full moon with the full moon energy and the full moon um, happening on the 7th in Scorpio. We are going to feel heightened emotions around sensitivity, around sensuality, around um, deeply hidden desires that you may have been uh, trying to mask, things that you have been trying to navigate through during this time without really addressing it you're going to feel those things you're going to feel those things at a magnitude that you probably were hoping would not come to surface well because we are in the full moon it is the first positive moon phase that we've had in six weeks right we have had nothing but intensity since this year kicked off so the full moon that is happening on the 7th is going to bring us a lot of spiritual healing. It's going to allow you to feel compassionate. Again, that's that watery, deep, emotionally um, connected type of scorpionic energy in a very fiery way, right? And it's going to make you generally feel more sympathetic and understanding of the circumstances of the individuals that you're connected to, as well as your own um, circumstances you may be in the in the middle of at this time it's going to be it's going to help you with your relationships because it's going to help you to connect to the people on a deeper level and have a clear understanding of where they stand okay in emotional ways it's definitely going to heighten your your sensitivity to not only your emotions but others as well but it is definitely giving you a bigger spiritual outlook than a lot of us has have occurred or have allowed ourselves to tap into for quite some time with this full moon it's also going to bring your home your family your intimate relationships into a sharper focus because it is going to trigger you to deal with those things that we have been allowing to brew over time we've been so busy trying to handle what we deem as necessities that the parts of our intimate lives have gone at the wayside and so now those those very things are being brought to your attention and with us having a full moon and then we're having Venus in retrograde and then Saturn is in retrograde you can bet your last dollar that this is going to trigger some very intense emotions it's going to it's going to trigger some very intense um things that are going to occur in your life in the relationship type of way okay um you're going to be on a space where you're wanting to 
really find a balance between what you want work-wise, what you need at home, how they're going to work together to alleviate the tension and the external pressure that you're feeling that has led to a bunch of conflict and crisis and draining of your energy and your spirit and your optimism. Okay. You are going to be given the opportunity to develop stronger emotional um, capacities, a, a way that you can tap into the emotions without allowing them to override and over um, compensate in areas that they are not needing to, but allowing them to be sufficient enough to help you navigate through. Your intuition is going to be heightened. Your dreams, very, very potent. And But this is going to help you in resolving the relationship challenges that you have and resolving the issues that you are faced with, because that is where we are headed. That is where we are gearing into. Anytime you have anything going into retrograde season, retrograde season is all about review, replenishing, and um, just dealing with those things that we have skated past for so long, that we've rushed past for so long. So now we're in this space where we're increasing emotional capacity, but also our intuitive instincts and allowing ourselves to be more spiritually attuned so that we're able to navigate the relationship dynamics and the negative feelings that you have been allowing to cause the dissipation of your connections. Okay. So be very mindful of the communication that is going to come up the areas of your life where you're going to feel very, very, very um, connected to what you feel. Be very mindful that you are communicating it in a way that is very, that's not combative and it's not something that's going to destroy. It's not going to do more harm than good. It's actually going to bring you more of an understanding in a way that allows you to compromise and be more sympathetic opposed to pushing your views, pushing your understanding, pushing what you desire on someone else that is going to re- that is going to cause more anxiety, more misunderstandings. And this is definitely going to be a time where disagreements are very likely, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't face them head on. It's just how you face them is where you're going to be able to uh, distinguish between what you've said that has triggered something and caused more negative backlash opposed to something that has triggered something that has helped you to begin the healing process what is needed for you to move forward okay now with the full moon in Scorpio that is happening on the 7th we also have on the 10th Saturn going retrograde Saturn is going retrograde on the 10th 11th depending on where you are in the hemisphere and it is going to retrograde in the sign of Aquarius we are currently under um, Aquarian energy Saturn is already in Aquarius but now it's going to be going retrograde so everything that has happened everything that has already began in this energy is going to now pause and move backwards what does that mean well it's going to be an illusion of backwards which is going to give you a time to review it's going to give you an opportunity to really go back and look at the decisions that you've made um, when it comes to authority when it's come to um, discipline when it's come to how you navigate the fundamentals and your structure the the choices that you have made this is what is going to occur in this type of energy when Saturn is retrograding in the sign that it's currently in, which happens to be 
Aquarius. Now, Saturn retrograde, Saturn retrograde, Saturn is already representing what we consider karma. So it is giving you back everything that you, all the seeds you've sown when it comes to discipline, when it comes to structure, when it comes to how you view authority, when it comes to you, how you have exuded your authoritative nature, all of those things are coming back. Okay, and karma is very, very real. So regardless to what it is that you feel, karma doesn't have a timeline to come and visit you. So be very mindful that a lot of the things that you're experiencing, a lot of the things that you're seeing, a lot of the ways and areas of your life that you are being impacted by have a lot to do with seeds that have been sown. Not saying that you deserve everything that's happening, but you don't always get what you don't get what you give out back in the same way that you give it. So you have to be very mindful of what it is that you are um, having to revisit during this time. With Saturn being already a very potent karmic sign, uh, planet, it is also giving you a double dose of that type of energy because it is now going retrograde. It's making you revisit decisions under that same type of energy, okay? Now, that could be the past, that could be present, that could be future. It's all blurred into one, but it is definitely going to be what you are having to deal with at this moment if it's been something bad that has occurred in the past or some type of toxic whatever that you put out in the past this is definitely a a certain predestined time and it is definitely going to show you that a lesson that you're needing to learn from that particular seed so if you've been good uh, if you sow good seeds then of course the seeds that you've sown are going to come back and benefit you and helping you to push forward so either way this is learning time this is a time for lessons this is time for understanding the structure that you've already created understanding what you've already put out and it is a time for you to relate how responsible you have been or how much responsibility you have lacked okay now Anytime we are transitioning Saturn from going direct into retrograde or any planet going into retrograde, because it is Saturn, it is going to be a time where you're going to feel limitation. You're going to feel restriction. You could potentially feel a lot of anxiety and fear of the unknown because we are in a space where it's been months since Saturn has entered into retrograde. Right. And we've had to deal with particular uh, issues involving our duties and our responsibilities and our people that depend on us and our careers. So Saturn is going to push you. The retrograde is going to push you in areas of responsibility. It's going to give you extra time that you're needing to take precautions and to create a fundamental structure that is going to allow you to remain disciplined in areas of your life that you are needing to be disciplined in. And so you're having to battle areas where you've been freely given away control in areas where you're needing to take control. Um, it's going to give you an opportunity to recognize and admit any type of habits, any type of problems, any type of inconsistencies that you yourself have put out. And it's going to give you an opportunity to intervene and potentially cause some type of event or some type of occurrence in your life that is going to shake you up out of your sad moment of depression or isolation or inadequacy whatever emotions that you're feeling that are more hindering than helpful you will be addressing those things and what occurs is going to help you push past it so that is very optimistic that's very beautiful that's very powerful it's not easy but it is something that's needed to push you up out of whatever current funks you may be in 
but it's going to help you resolve the issues that are needing to be resolved and help you with the next phase that is occurring. So focus and motivation is going to lead you to the productivity and achievement and recognition and, and solidarity that you're needing so that you're able to connect the dots in a way that is more beneficial than it is um, not. Okay, so that is the Saturn retrograde. Saturn is going to be retrograde from uh, May 10th, 11th until September 29th. And it's going to be in Aquarius and then back in Capricorn. Okay, so then after we have Saturn going retrograde, we're also going to be visited with Venus. Venus retrograding on the 13th. Um, 12, 13, depending on again, where you are in the hemisphere, we are definitely in a space where Venus is definitely something that Venus is about aesthetics. It is about love. Is it about your intimacy? It's about your sensuality. It is about spirituality. It is just very, 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 very potent energy um just as venus goes retrograde every one and a half years maybe or so um it is one of the most powerful retrogrades we can experience because it definitely does target your most intimate affairs your most intimate feelings your most intimate uh, moments of solidarity into oneself and how you are connecting with those that are around you So this retrograde being right after the full moon in Scorpio in the midst of Taurus season, right uh, when Pluto is already retrograde, and then you have Saturn getting ready to retrograde on the 10th, and then now you're going to have Venus that is retrograding. This is going to be a very spiritually charged type of cycle, right? It's going to bring a lot of intuitive energy, a lot of highly heightened spirituality uh, dreams and matters of your heart okay so this is due to the fact that venus again is squaring which i'm sure you guys don't understand what i'm talking about but it's squaring in a degree that's very close to neptune and neptune is all about spirituality it is it also can represent illusions and it can also let you know that things are not the way that they appear it is a very a deeply mystique type of planet. So when you have Neptune anywhere near another planet such as Venus, that is going to represent love matters, um, being caught up in moments of your life in the intimate affairs where you're thinking something looks one way or you're thinking something is one way and it turns out to be total opposite due to the Neptune influence. So it's very important that during this time and anything with matters of the heart, matters of um, your intimate life in any type of way that you are aware, whether that be rekindling of relationships, whether it be deciding to jump forward and, and go off and get married or go off and uh, jump into this commitment, be very mindful not to make those decisions until after retrograde is done at least the shadow period because you don't want to buy into the illusion you want to see everything for what it is up close and in person i'm not saying that everything that's happening during this time in the immense in your intimate life is not real i'm just saying that during this time there are illusions that could be attached to it and so you're needing to see things for all that it is not just for what you want it to be because it's affecting your heart okay now um 
Venus is definitely a time for healing. It is a time for forgiveness. It is a time when it comes to our relationships with ourselves and others, money. You're going to notice that this is something that's going to be highlighted during this time. And it's very important and it's necessary. So do not get yourself in a space where you are clouded in your judgment or you're clouded in your desires because you do not understand why this this situation is represent or it is coming back or why this situation is resurfacing or why this part of your life has not just dissipated it's because there are parts of it that you're needing to address and if you do not address the issues at hand or the necessary places in your life that are being brought to your attention then they're only going to resurface later okay so venus retrograde is representing the most important aspects especially when it comes to matters of the heart then on May 14th, we're going to have our last retrograde in the month of, well, we're going to have the last planet that we're going to have in May retrograde, not the last retrograde, but the last planet for this particular month that we're having retrograde, which is Jupiter. So, so far we're going to have Pluto. We're going to have Saturn. We're going to have Venus. And now we're having Jupiter all retrograde in the month of May. Pluto retrograded at the end of April, but we still have um, now Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet that is all about expansion. So it is expanding on everything and anything that it touches on. Good, bad, or indifferent, right? It's going to add to a slowing down of the energy. So on the 14th, we have Jupiter that is going retrograde in Capricorn. Capricorn, we already know what Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn feel like. We are still under that energy from January and we now have Pluto in Capricorn retrograde and we have Saturn that is retrograding, going to be retrograding in Aquarius and back into Capricorn. We already know what that energy feels like. All this dismantling, all of these restructuring. Pluto is all about rebirth and inner transgression. It is all about replenishing from the core up, right? Regrounding, reformatting from the ground up. So it represents rebirth and death, okay? I need not go in. We are all experiencing this on so many different levels. And the more I speak, the more chills I have because I'm speaking my life, right? Anyway, so we have, um, oh, okay. Anyway, let me drink something. Mm -mm -mm. Give me one moment. Okay. Okay, so May 14th, we have Jupiter retrograding in... Capricorn and this is 13th 14th depending on where you are in the hemisphere again and it's going to add to everything slowing down because now we have a lot of planets that are going to be in retrograde now this is really going to be a time for backtracking looking things over reflection um, really digging deep so it's expanding that desire and that need to connect on a deeper level it is expanding everything that you are needing um, in, in the love department, it's expanding the areas of your life that are being touched on right now. And so it's very, very important that you pay attention to what comes up during this time in any area of your life. Be very mindful that what is coming up is needing to be addressed. It's not needing to be rushed through. You're needing to take your time and go through it, but you are definitely needing to sit with what is 
um, being brought to the surface right now. Okay. Now Jupiter is Jupiter's retrograde. Jupiter's already um, a planet that expands when it comes to finances and abundance and happiness and joy and whatever it is that it's attaching to, right? It just wants to expand that particular emotion or that particular feeling. However, when Jupiter is retrograding um, during this time, the highlighted themes of abundance and your feelings of prosperity are also going to be looked at and reviewed in a way of where have you chosen to expand what areas of your life have expanded and what have you done with that what have you done with the prosperity that you've already accomplished and you've already given and you've already um, achieved what have you already done with areas of your life that have already blossomed and so you're having to look back on that and it's going to invite you to look back on things that started, I guess, around December 2019, especially when it came to your finances. So um, being that we had a lunar, a solar eclipse in Capricorn, December 26, 2019, that was the last uh, new moon, but it was a soup. It was a solar eclipse. So it was very, very potent, very, 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 very potent. And then we had a lunar eclipse full moon in January, January 10th, um, in cancer. So that touched on emotions and family and the nurturing and the foundations when it came to your home life. So now look back in December and look at areas of Capricorn is representative of all about finances, structure, tangibility, practicality. How do we put these things in order so that it makes sense on a practical level? Cancer is all about the nurturing, the emotions, the internal more so than external, right? It's navigating the inside, creating a solid foundation internally on the inside so that it makes sense externally, okay? So you're going to be invited to review these things before we go into the Gemini season, which is going to be on the 21st Gemini season begins. So May 14th, we have May 13th, 14th, we have Jupiter that is going retrograde in Capricorn. And then on May 20, 21st, um, we're going to have Gemini season that is going to begin. That is going to push us into an airy type of energy out of Taurus, which is very grounded, very slow and more internally penetrating right so Gemini is the all about the duality the feminine and the masculine energy communication expression and it's all about those type of that type of energy so you're going to be pushed into more of a optimistic type of fast um, energy that's going to be more gentle more nurturing more you know uh, more feminine it doesn't mean that it's man or woman it just means that it's more of a light feeling it's not as strong and structured and grounded as Taurus energy so it's going to put you into this mood of feeling very creative feeling like you want to collaborate you want to engage you want to be more social and it's going to enhance your intuition when it comes to those now you may find yourself being more open and more spiritual more spiritually fluid during this time as well so on the 20th, as we're entering into Gemini season, we're also going to have on the 22nd, a Gemini new moon. The Gemini new moon is going to activate this space where it's go- you're going to really feel the Venus retrograde, 
right? And you're also going to be met with a lot more sweeter, lighter energy that's going to help you feel, again, more motivated and creative because Gemini is all about communication. It's all about the duality of all of it. And it's a free loving air energy. So it is more, um, it's just an, a, a happier type of energy, right? It is just more unorthodox. It's not as structured. It's not more, you can't really predict which way it's going to go, but that's what makes it exciting coming up out of these, this heaviness that we're feeling, even though we're going to still be in the midst of retrograde season, we're still going to be feeling a bit of an optimistic uh, burst of energy. It's almost like a sun kiss, like the sun is just shining after it's been raining for so long. You just feel this burst of energy. Okay. Now the overview, the overall overview, um, after we have the new moon in Gemini on the 22nd, you're also going to the last May 28, 2020, we have Mercury, which is the planet of communication. It's going to enter into cancer, which means the way that you communicate, the way that you engage, the way that you um, speak about family, the way that you build your family, the way that you replenish your family is all going to be in a more cancerine way. It's going to be more gentle. It's going to be now again, don't get it twisted. Cancer is definitely a nurturing and gentle sign, but it's also the crab, which means it can be very hard, cold, and stoic. It can also clench you to death. So it's it's definitely some ups and some and some downsides to the duality of a Cancerian. But this type of energy with Mercury, it's being very cautious of how you're speaking, it's being being very cautious of how you're engaging, is being very cautious of how you explore family, love, intimacy, right? So in May, even though it's a very definitely a busy month, it's going to seem like most of the year has been shaping us up for what we are currently entering into. So you may feel like you're being tug awards, stop and go in our physical due to all of the different retrogrades, but your inner world is going to really force you into a, a place where you're diving deep and you're, unco- you're uncovering new layers of yourself. You're uncovering different insights and you're inspired by different things based on what your internal world has has been brewing okay through this time of change and upheaval around us externally you have to understand that we still hold the power to make choices for ourselves and we have the choice to be who we want to be in the midst of the chaos that we are around whether it be grief whether it be um government craziness whether it be people not being compassionate enough people not being considerate enough whatever the case may be there is still a choice that you yourself can make and that you should always choose to make when it comes to how you want to present yourself in your authenticity in any situation that you are around you can't change external circumstances but you have control over yourself how you react how you cultivate your existence in the midst of the chaos that you are in the midst of okay don't feel that 2020 so far has been hell it has been heavy it has been a lot it has been very 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 powerfully potent it has been uh, crippling in some ways it has caused a lot of sadness it has caused a lot of down 
this, but it's also shown you who you are in the moment of crisis. It's always also shown you so far who others are in the midst of crisis. And it should, if not anything, reveal to you more about yourself and more about those that you're connected to so that you choose wisely going into this new phase of your life. We are not out of the heaviness. We are just entering into the heaviness, to be honest. So we are in a space where we're having to create and cultivate the light from within. You have to take back the control of what it is that you have control over, refiguring who you are, refiguring what you want to be in any situation, who you choose to be in any situation, and refusing to allow yourself to be crippled by the circumstances that you're around. Trust that you are always where you are needing to be, and you are always protected and covered and safe. And there's always an opportunity or a silver lining to be found no matter where life has drowned us in or where it's pushed us in or where we are in the midst of this deep ocean. You still have an opportunity to create a positive out of the negative. It's not meaning the gate, the reality sucks. It's not saying that, oh, I'm pretending that everything is great and everything is happy and I'm just in this great moment of my life. No, it is giving yourself the awareness that you need in the midst of where you are and choosing that in the midst of that I am going to tap in for the betterment of myself and all that I am connected to collectively okay so this has been your overview for May we are definitely as we get closer to these different um these different parts of this month I will speak more but this is just the overview giving you the energy that I'm feeling that we're going into with all the planets with all of the uh, restructuring and everything that is occurring in our lives it is very important that we tap in where we need to tap in okay um stay mindful stay motivated stay prayed up don't allow what's happening around you to uh, drown you and 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 kill you off you still have a lot of life to live and every day counts every moment counts so use those moments for the betterment if you're feeling tired if you're feeling drained if you're feeling like you have no energy you feel like you're losing inspiration gravitate to those things that pour back in if you're giving too much out then you're giving in stop stop Allow yourself to flow. Allow yourself to be in a space where you take authority over yourself, over your mental capacity. What is it that you want in love? What is it that you deserve in love? What is it that you're not willing to sacrifice anymore when it comes to that? What is it that you want your home to feel like? What is it that you need your space to feel like? What is it that is going to create an experience of happiness, peace, and longevity for you for as long as you are here in a physical form. Do that. Create that. Live that life. Again, life is very precious. We don't know what is coming, but we know where we are currently and we have the control and the power to navigate through. Okay. So I love you guys. I love your freaking souls. Thank you so much for all of your encouragement. Thank you for your emails of encouragement. I truly, truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you know that I'm here for you. If you need me, please do not hesitate to reach out. Um, People have been asking, how can I get other people to sign up for the newsletter? If they go to my website at imbmeshavery.com, 
um, there is a link that takes them to the sign up where they can just sign up for the newsletter and they can get added to the newsletter as well and begin receiving our weekly um, love notes. And as far as the podcast, you can just let people know how to find it. Daily Dose of Energy or search Be Shavery on any of their listening platforms. Okay. I love you guys. And until tomorrow's Intuitive Energy Corner for the week. Bye.